Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Women Up Radio, supporting Empower Women. And today we're talking about effective networks and startups. I'm joined in the studio by our, my guest, Frederic Santra, who's the founder of Axiel Professional Networking Platform and Assurantiel Consultancy. Welcome to the programme, Frederic. Thank you. Hello. So tell me about your companies, particularly Axiel. Um, what are they? What do they do? And what inspired you to create them? Ah, good question. I wanted to make something to allow women to develop easier their professional network. So Axiel is a web application and soon a mobile, which aims is to help people to develop their professional network through the share of uh, professional good ideas. Uh, the keywords are um, ambition, connection, and uh, action. And uh, the user share their professional even good ideas, such as the conference or to work or network events, and uh, meet other users of the app to the event. Uh, when you, you don't dare to go uh, in an event alone and you want to meet other person, uh, you, you are going to, to, to meet this person uh, in the event and so you are not alone. It, uh, it allowed you to, to meet other uh, person uh, in the event. Okay. So, uh, so it, it, uh, it gives you confidence. It makes it easier to, to meet people and uh, it gives you more confidence about going somewhere that you don't know. Yes, uh, that is because often it's sometimes the problem of of women. I I made so you go to to you optimize your choice according to your availability and your center of interest and uh, and also to to widen your network and uh, also um, in Axel every day international experts as you analytician publish the tips and uh, strategy. Uh, advice uh, in order to, to, to progress uh, in your professional activity. Yes. So women can join individually, the, the women in business space, mm -hmm. and uh, companies or organizations can subscribe to an exclusive corporate space. And uh, in this way, they can uh, federate the ecosystem, uh, men and women, employees, customers or partners. And furthermore, women also have access to the women in business space. Sounds great. What I'd like to ask you, um, I've got several questions about networks. So why are networks so important? And what are the benefits that we gain from having a good network? Ah, network is very important because it allows to go to times faster to search for information, to, to, to find the good contact in a company, to be recommended uh, if uh, you are an employee or even an uh, entrepreneur. Uh, they allow, uh, thanks to, to the interpersonal relationship, to create uh, sometimes long-term links to, to help and to progress by the opening with the brain. Uh, for an entrepreneur, especially in the starting up of its activity, it, it is essential the, and the, the first uh, turnover is often brought by the network. Yes. 
Yes. And uh, remember, the more the links will have been personal with the, the, the members of your network, the more you will have helped your network, yeah. the more you can rely on your network. And I see it every day in my own business. Really? Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so how does this differ when you're working for a corporation compared to being an entrepreneur? Um, when uh, we are in a company, it's useful to, to develop its network for, for its career and uh, because uh, we don't know what will be happen tomorrow. Uh, also, the network allows to, to go 10 times faster to get an information and to, to progress. When we are entrepreneurs, it's an absolute necessity, especially in starting up uh, if you are alone. So, so that your network can help you to find the, 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 the good experts, to, to share tricks, uh, advice with other uh, entrepreneurs, to, to recruit and, uh, of course, uh, to find customers. Yes, <laughs> that's essential for an entrepreneur. Yes, right. So what are the best ways to build your network? Uh, well, um, I can say that the best way is to to be interested in the others, yeah. uh, to do a favor, to 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 make the to make the connection with people. Yeah. Uh, a network has to be developed. Uh, indeed, uh, one of the ways is to go to professional events, uh, uh, targeted according to your goals. Uh, then you discuss with other professionals uh, to 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 widen your cycle. And by so, you are known and recognized. Mm -hmm. And uh, moreover, of course, you can use tools as Axial to help you, <laughs> which make, will make it easier. Obviously. <laughs> okay, and are there any different types of networks that we can develop um, which can be useful for specific situations? Uh, you can have developed a, a network throughout your, your personal and professional life uh, without having a specific uh, objective, just for, for, for the pleasure of the meeting, uh, to forge links and to, to make a relationship that uh, you will keep. Then, uh, according to, to, to your aims and uh, to your expectations, you rather move towards a business network, uh, which uh, is a network where you will meet your, your peers mm -hmm. and even a feminine network in which you meet other inspiring women. Yes, always a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think women's networks are excellent for promoting careers, for even for ideas and for helping each other. So, of course. How can we make an existing network more effective? Um, a network needs to be maintained, uh, whether it is in the company or outside. It is necessary to, 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 to keep in touch by maintaining the link, even at a distance. Uh, you can do that uh, with uh, social networks, huh, or phone, or emails, or even better, during meetings. Oh, lunch. It's a possibility. Yeah, it sounds great. I particularly like the idea of lunches, especially if they're in France with lovely food and a good wine. Sounds excellent. Uh, <laughs> and you can take a coffee too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so are there any sectors or industries 
where you think that a good network is particularly important and if there are are there any reasons why it works better in these types of sectors or industries i think it is important in in all the sectors all depends of your job and of your aims uh, when you want to move to another town or country and you want to find a job it's better to have a network which is going to help you to identify your possibilities. Uh, when you want to develop a product in a sector, you have to, to have a network which can help you to identify the right person to contact. Yeah. And uh, obviously, when you are in the marketing, communication, sales or innovation field, you, you have to build a strong network to be aware of the last research, uh, to know, to be known by the right persons. Yeah. So it's in all the sectors, the case. I know when I first moved to Bermuda, because when I was young, I moved to Bermuda, um, and I was very lucky that I had friends already working there. And for me, having that network helped me get a job quickly. It helped me find somewhere to live. Um, it helped me find even things like sports centers you know so i could create a social life as well as a, a business life so i think particularly when you're moving into a different field or into a different area networks are wonderful they're so helpful so yeah so you have you have to develop your network <laughs> yeah exactly and tell me with axio um do you have people in many different countries or is it still mostly in France? Uh, at the moment, it's uh, mostly, uh, mostly in France uh, because uh, it is in the French uh, language, but we have, uh, we have people in, uh, all over the world. Uh, I hope that within, uh, within a few months or years, uh, we we can say that uh, we are uh, all over the world in uh, in several languages. Oh, lovely. Oh, that would be great. I think it would be very helpful. And uh, because Axiel, in fact, it's very recent, isn't it? You created it, what, two years ago? Something like no, that? No, one year. One year. And uh, within, uh, within uh, a few weeks, we are going to, to, to improve uh, the apps. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's very recent. Yeah, it's developed very, very fast. And I know I've seen the, the number of members um, and it's very popular because there are more, I see more and more members on it every day. So, okay, sorry, to get back to what I was asking, um, do you see a difference in, in networks in the way men and women create and manage their networks? Do you think they've got different networking skills we, we can we can see a difference yes uh, in men and women and if you permit often not uh, in school you see boys in collective games while girls are going to play with one or two girls mm -hmm. here begin the network boys are going to choose more often collective game than girls and the network begin after the match and it's the same case in the active life yeah. I see that uh, women have sometimes network, but they they are not aware of that. They they don't consider their network as 
something useful. They are going to, to prefer network to, to me, to share ideas, uh, better than do business. And sometimes they think to, to, to begin to develop network when they need job or business and it is uh, some, something to avoid. Fortunately, things are changing. So do you think women are now becoming more aware of the advantages of good networking? Yes, I think too. And I, I think that young women are aware of the necessity of the network because in school uh, you learn how to make a network, how to develop your network now. Yes, in fact, um, I know from Facebook, um, one of the groups I'm in on Facebook is from my old school that I went to a long time ago. Um, and it's the group of the girls that were at the school in the 70s. And a lot of us, we've never spoken to each other in years because we live in different parts of the world, etc. Um, but having that group, so maintaining that contact and network, it's wonderful because if I need advice, for example, doing business in Germany or Australia or, um, I don't know, Kenya, I've got old school network um, who can give me advice on what I should do or who I should contact. So uh, I think networks really, you're, you're right. Having started Axiel all to do with networks, it's a real treasure. People don't realize just how important networks are. So we hear that every contact we need for success, for promotion or to access business deals is only six people away from us. Do you think this is true? And uh, perhaps, but I think that now, thanks to the web, Thanks to LinkedIn, thanks to Facebook, thanks to Twitter, yeah. it's, it can be less than six really? because you can meet people you don't know or who you know, yeah. and they are going to, to, to make the link between you and other person and your network can be uh, very large and it can be very easy to yeah. meet people you don't know yeah. in other country uh, or in uh, in another field yes you have just to identify the right person who know the right other one so are there any additional special factors that we need to consider when setting out um to to create or to develop an effective network um, don't begin to develop a network only when you have something to ask <laughs> job customers money yeah. Begin when you can help. Yes. Sometimes uh, only with the pleasure of meeting. Uh, w when you have not a lot of time and you want to, to develop your network, uh, use, uh, as we said, social network, suggest to take a coffee with a person you want to meet. Yeah. And uh, if you want to keep in touch, uh, don't hesitate to invite your contacts in social network, as uh, LinkedIn, for example. You are listening to Anna Letitia Cook at Women Up Radio. Having a good network is obviously a great asset when you're thinking of creating a startup. What other key factors do you think are essential for startups? First, the difference between a startup and other companies is that you, you don't have at the beginning a strong economic model. 
But if your age just finds its market, the growth uh, can go really fast. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you, you have to be associated or advised. Uh, in your team, find person who will bring different points of view and competency. You have to be very reactive because all go very fast and you can't afford to lose time. And uh, at the beginning, uh, a big problem is uh, to find money, to finance the development of your idea, the product, and to pay the person who uh, will work uh, with you or for you, trust you uh, in, in this new new adventure. So the network is, uh, is necessary and uh, you 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 can you can you can waste time you yourself you started several businesses during your career and you've transitioned from corporate so what do you find are the biggest challenges uh, i attend five times of work in companies and uh, after 27 years being an employee, I've decided to create my own business. It's a big challenge. Uh, you need to do everything or subcontract and above all, you need to, to find the means to, to finance and sell. And of course, uh, to own your life. And the, the, the business development function is, according to me, one of the most important. Yeah. Uh, you need to to know your skills, and uh, if you have the, the means, uh, you have to be uh, to be out uh, for all that needs uh, complementary skills. Not always do we have the the skills necessary to do everything. So sometimes, if you can afford to pay somebody else, it just makes life so much easier. Like, not at the beginning yeah. uh, after we hope yeah. but at the beginning it's a difficulty so what are the main bonuses do you think is is the the best thing uh, the main advantage for me uh, like versatility taking strategic decisions and uh, who have a real problem for authority <laughs> in that uh, you don't need to ask to anybody what you are allowed to decide to do, to say. Yeah. Uh, when you succeed to, to, to create jobs, uh, to, to improve people's lives, you say to yourself that uh, it is thanks to you and what a pleasure. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so what are the unexpected issues that are often overlooked when starting a business? Because there's a lot to think of. Yes, first of all, the lack of time, mm-hmm. the fear to fail, yeah. the need to, to do everything. And, and for me, and for me, uh, an expected issue was, for example, uh, a paid big, uh, big invoice uh, from a client. Mm-hmm. So you learn how to be resilient. That's interesting, actually, because often we don't think about unpaid invoices. If we haven't worked in accounts or something like that, we don't think about that side of working with a client. So what do you recommend in that situation? How can you check your credit or check your client's credit? Do you think there's any way uh, that? Don't, don't, uh, don't think that everybody is going to be fair. And so uh, even if you know uh, the person, the client, yeah. Uh, ask to be paid very soon and not 
when he has uh, decided to pay you. And you say, no, no, I want to, and you phone, and you can, and, and you, uh, you, you ask uh, it. Uh, in my case, uh, I, I haven't asked uh, something uh, from the bank. Uh, I have just, uh, it, it was just a trust between uh, him and me, and yes. that was the difficulty. Yeah. And when uh, when the, the it was uh, the invoice was uh, wasn't paid because uh, the company stopped working, I stopped uh, work. Uh, yeah, that's and as said, so uh, the invoice uh, are in the in the in the law, and I don't know if uh, if uh, within the ten years I'm going to be to be paid or no. Uh, oh God, yes, nightmare, absolute nightmare. I know. I mean, with what I do. Um, most of the time I'm paid in advance because as it's coaching services and training and things like that, um, I can ask to be paid in advance um, and they think it's quite reasonable because of business expenses or if not, um, part of it in advance. So it makes it easier. But if it's setting up a, a manufacturing business or something like that where you're producing orders for people, um, you know, for physical goods, it's difficult to try and get everything paid for either quickly or in advance. So, yeah, I, I realise that's definitely something people need to think about. Okay, so and in, in, when you want, when you uh, when you work with a big company, you have not the choice. They yes. decide when they yes. they want to pay you, and often it's uh, after two months. And in situations like that, would you ever advise people just to refuse the contract? So <laughs> Sometimes you, you don't know. You can't imagine that you are not being paid. So uh, at the beginning of your activity, you need to work. You need yeah. customers. Yeah. And uh, you can't uh, impose. You can ask. It's uh, like this. Or if not, I don't work. Yes. After, when you have a big range of customers, you can afford, but not yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. You have just to, to, to ask and to be uh, to, to, to trust and to, to, to ask the, the, the client uh, with the contract, uh, in the contract uh, to, to, to respect uh, the terms. Yes, I know um, I got burnt um, in a small way, not a big way. Um, but I got burnt in a small way by two clients who didn't pay me. And after that, that well, after that, that's when I decided to insist that either I got paid up front or I got at least 50% up front. Because when you lose a lot of money, it's difficult. So anyway, that's getting away from startups. So for someone who wants to start their own business, what are the different ways that you can transition from working to being in your own business? Uh, I, I don't really know. It is difficult to answer, to, to answer in, in few words. It depends on the field you want to invest and uh, on your situation when you decide to develop your own business. Uh, in every case, you have to be prepared to meet, to meet people who have decided to start their own business. Mm -hmm. For me, you have to think not only um, uh, to, to what you would like to do, but also to what people are going to accept to pay for. Yeah. 
So you have to meet, you have to explain, you have to extend before before taking your decisions and try your, your product and accept to change the way you are going to develop your project. Do you feel that as women, there are any factors or strengths which give us an advantage with this? Um, I really think that it's more about person than question of gender. However, I notice that a lot of women of my generation are creating business sometimes because they, they, they don't want any more uh, this life of employee which they, they used to, to adapt to. And uh, when the children leave the house, they want to plan new new projects uh, which are sometimes linked uh, to, to the start of uh, its uh, own business to yes. create and to prove something to themselves. Yes, yeah, I think it's great. Um, I thoroughly recommend to anyone, well, I think creating a business is very, very interesting, but particularly once you get to 50, 50 plus, because you've got so much experience, you know what you like, you know what you don't like, and it's just so rewarding to do something um, which is really interesting in your passion. And sometimes you, you can afford taking risks at yes. this age. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, and so there seem to be lots of startups that are being created by women these days. Why is it? Do you think it's what we've said, or can you put your finger on another main attraction for women in creating their own business? I, I can answer uh, in France. In France, there are a lot of actions which uh, encourage uh, to the creation of business in generally and uh, the feminine uh, entrepreneurship especially. Uh, women represent uh, 30% of the entrepreneurs, but uh, only 8% of the entrepreneurs in uh, innovating business. Sometimes the way to find a job is to create it, and sometimes uh, it contributes uh, to, to a deeper desire to realize its ambition by creating values, and also by changing a little uh, the world. Uh, the entrepreneurs uh, have become the, the new heroes, men of women. And women, especially young women, uh, also want to take part of the adventure of the startup. They, they hope to build a real success story in the startup field. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm, I've always thought of startups well yes if it's tech I think of younger people but even me who who really works for women and helps women progress subconsciously I still think of creating a business when you get older and I'm wrong because obviously young young women have got so much talent and so much to offer so I need yes, to change uh, my attitude <laughs> Yes, yes, but in, in the startup field in the, and often in technology field, you have often more young women than women of our age. Uh, I decided to create, to, to create a startup, uh, an app, and we are not a lot. I'm 50 years, uh, years old, and we are, we, are not, uh, we are not a lot of uh, women of this age in the yeah. startup field. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when I first started work, um, we still had the old-fashioned typewriters. 
you know, where you went tap, 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 ding. It was that type of typewriter. Um, computers didn't exist. Tech didn't exist. So I had to change um, and adapt as I got older. Whereas I think younger people now, it's automatic. They know everything. <laughs> so obviously, you meet a lot of women who are starting their own businesses, particularly with Axiel and all the people there. Can you give some examples of women who have successfully started up and the impact that it has had on their lives and also on those people around them? Uh, women I know, um, when they decide to, to, to create their, their own business and to, 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 live from their, uh, to live from their activity, uh, work a lot. Mm-hmm. They begin early in the morning and they finish late at night. And all the family is concerned by this new life. They, they don't take a lot of holidays, but they 